What's going on again, James? So now we are back for the NBA segment. So um, first off, let's uh, recap the Lakers games against OKC and the Cavs and the Bulls, and then we'll preview games against the Rockets and also against the Warriors. So first off, let's start off with recapping last night's Laker game against the the Oklahoma City Thunder. All right. So um, ultimately, I was kind of I wasn't like really surprised that they. Beat the Thunder, but I was just more so surprised because of how they've been playing lately without LeBron. That they've been struggling a little bit more than I, th- I think people have like initially projected. But I mean, I'm, I was extremely happy they won that game. Uh, it was a long battle. Well, it was really close the whole game. Uh, I was hoping it didn't go to overtime because that that Lonzo Ball foul on Westbrook at the end that was a little confusing. But I think the logic behind that was because they were up by three points. I think that Lonzo figured. He'd foul him. He would take. He would only be able to take two shots. So he made them. Then, like the Lakers would still be up by one. They just take their next possession. But the problem with that was then Westbrook took a shot. So then when he fouled him, that ended up being three foul shots. But ultimately, the the Lakers ended up winning in overtime. So it didn't really matter. But that was just kind of a weird thing at the end that could have cost them that game. But uh, I mean, overall, I thought they played really well. I thought I thought Kuzma had a really good game. Uh, Zubak actually kind of surprised me a little bit. He played really well. Um, yeah, I think uh, especially like the last few games. I think especially after that Cavs loss, I think that they're kind of starting to figure it out a little bit more without LeBron. They've been playing much better. Yeah, I mean, much better that the Lakers have been playing. But the games that I didn't like the Lakers lose lost against the Cavs, the Knicks, and also the Nets, and then playing against the Bulls. That was a game that was a nice win. No, yeah, definitely. They really needed that win against the Bulls. Like, even though they're not that great of a team, like, they just needed a win just to get back in, like, the winning mood. But, yeah, I, I did agree. I thought the Cavs game was pretty frustrating. I thought that it was like they kept coming close to taking the lead, but they just never could figure it out. And then, like, next thing you know, they'd be down by double digits again. So that was a little frustrating, especially whereas the Cavs were, I think it was a 12-game losing streak at the time. Uh, like that was just really frustrating that they couldn't win that game. But yeah, I did agree. Um, the Nets game wasn't like I mean I kind of was hoping they'd win that game, but it wasn't too too surprising. Uh, I mean D'Angelo Russell kind of went off that game, but yeah, it looks like they're just playing much better now. So I'm pretty thankful for that. Yeah, I mean now the Lakers they're gonna come in tomorrow in Houston and play the Rockets pretty well because you know James Harden's my favorite player in the NBA right now, and then um, playing against the Warriors on Monday. That should be pretty good games for the Lakers on Monday. Yeah, I'm looking forward to them. The Houston game will be interesting just because the uh, Rockets, they've been without Chris Paul for some time now. Now Clint Capel, he's also injured. So the Rockets are going to be relying on Harden a lot. and He's obviously going to be tough to defend. But I think uh, I actually do think the Lakers, that'll be a closer game than what people might originally think. But uh, the Warriors, that'll also be an interesting game because I know they beat because that was the game when LeBron got hurt, and they ended up still winning that game. But um, yeah, I think whereas now they're starting to play much better, I think I do think they have a shot at winning that game. But it'll also be interesting because the Warriors will now get Demarcus Cousins back too. So I'm interested to see how that works out. But that'll that'll be a good game. I I say that both of them will be good games. Yeah, for sure. And um, now let's talk about teams that are going to be tough to beat down the stretch, and which teams have disappointed so far. So for me. It's going to be both the Utah Jazz and the Detroit Pistons. Those two teams are going to be tough to beat down the stretch. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was uh, 
I was looking more at the Western Conference teams. I was just thinking that the teams like the Warriors, Rockets, Thunder, and even the Nuggets for me, I was thinking that they're going to be the toughest teams to play against. Yeah, and we'll f- outline the final East and West standings in just a moment here. So the teams for me that have disappointed me so far is the Cleveland Cavaliers and the Phoenix Suns. Okay. Yeah, the, they did disappoint me too, but – at least for me, I was just thinking like the teams that disappointed me just based on what their season's expectations were. And for me, it's the Celtics, the Wizards, and the Timberwolves. Um, for the Celtics, the only reason why they've disappointed me is just because I thought that they'd be one of the top two teams in the East, at least like standings wise. Whereas they've kind of been, they haven't really been playing as well as I thought they'd be. I think that like after Kyrie Irving got injured and obviously Gordon Hayward was out, I thought that like guys like Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown. Even Al Horford, they all kind of stepped up and were really good for the Celtics, whereas now that everyone's finally healthy, I think there's just like kind of like some chemistry issues just with like who's taking all the shots and everything. I do think that they'll eventually figure it out. And I mean, it's not like super disappointing because they are still in the playoff position. But uh, it's, for me, it's more disappointing about the Wizards and Timberwolves just because I thought that they'd both be at least playoff-bound teams. It doesn't really look like either of them will be. Like, I know the Wizards, uh, Dwight Howard got injured for some time now, but... Like, they just haven't really looked like the team I thought they'd be. And the Timberwolves, they've obviously had their issues because they fired Tom Thibodeau. And then they traded Jimmy Butler early on. And they've really just been, like, relying on Carl Anthony Towns and Andrew Wiggins now. And, like, I know they, like, were just barely a playoff team last year. But I thought that they'd – I originally thought they'd improve. But they just look like they're just getting kind of worse. Yeah, I mean, it, it, the Timberwolves are getting a little worse here. And – um I think now that the Timberwolves, with their new interim coach, Ryan Saunders, he could bring a spark to, to make sure the Timberwolves return to the playoffs. So, um, with that being said, I have an identity who I think is going to play in the 2019 NBA Finals, and my pick is the Warriors and Raptors, and the Warriors win it in seven. Okay, I actually have the same matchup, Warriors and Raptors. I have, but I have the Warriors winning in five, four against a one. I say seven because you know Kawhi Leonard's been a nemesis to the uh, Warriors. Yeah, that is true. He was on the Spurs. He was really good defensively against him. Yeah, and I'd like to see that matchup again between Toronto and uh, and Golden State in the NBA Finals. So. Um, Let's also talk about when will Rondo and LeBron return. Uh, so for LeBron, I know that prior to the game against the um, uh, was it oh, the Thunder, I know that they said that he'd miss at least the next two games. Um, I know he's been cleared to practice, so I mean he's still, he isn't going to be playing tomorrow. I think he'll probably miss Monday. I'm predicting that. He'll be back for the Thursday game against the Timberwolves. I think that that's when he'll be back. But as for Rondo, I think he's still a little bit more ways away. I think that he'll probably miss at least two more weeks. Um, as for a specific game, I'm not really too sure. I haven't looked that far out ahead. But I, I think that LeBron's much closer to return than Rondo is. Oh, totally. So um, now what, what I think is going to happen now is I think both – Rondo's closer to return than LeBron, but I think LeBron will probably return at some point in February. But now, let me tell you who I think is the franchise player for the Lakers. Is, is it Ingram? Is it Kuzma? Is it Ball? Is it Hart or Big Zoo? What are your thoughts? Um, I think I think it'd be Ingram, but my only concern is that I think that with the way this season's been going between Ingram and LeBron, 
I think that Ingram might be the player that they end up moving to try to acquire another like star free agent or in a trade or something like that, just to help out with their, I guess like this era of LeBron now. Cause I felt like with Ingram, they thought that like, I've been seeing things they're saying like, Oh, he's going to be the next Kevin Durant or something along those lines. Whereas like, no, he's not bad, but it's like, I just don't think he's going to turn into the player that the Lakers are like hoping he's going to be. I think they're probably going to lean more towards LeBron whereas they can kind of play the same position. But, um, for me, I think it's either going to be Kuzma or Lonzo Ball, just because I couldn't really pick one, just because they're both so different and like they both have benefits. Like I think Kuzma offensively is better. I think he's pretty versatile. Like he can drive to the hoop and he has a pretty good shot. And then with Lonzo, like I also don't think he's terribly offensively. I think um, like I think he does need to work on his free throws a little bit, but I, I think he is one of their best offensive players and. Even, like, passing-wise, I think he's unreal at it. So, I'd have to say probably Kuzma and Ball. I think those are the franchise players. Oh, totally. And um, I think um, I think um, I think it's going to be Kuzma, Ball, and Ingram as the Lakers franchise players because I think those guys will find a good chemistry together, and I think this Laker team will be in good hands. Yeah, definitely. They got a nice court, like a nice young court to come up, so. It'll be interesting to see, like, if they do end up looking for trades, who goes. But, I mean, if they can find all their pieces through free agency, then they'll be able to keep everybody. So, I mean, maybe that'll work, but we'll see. I think so. And also, um, now let's outline our final East and West standings. So, I'll run with with you quickly. So, um, for the East, I have Toronto, Boston, uh, Philly, Milwaukee, uh, it the Pacers, the Pistons, the Heat, and the Hornets. And for the West, I have the Warriors, the Thunder, the Rockets, the the Blazers, the Spurs. And then I have the six, seven, eight spots will go to um, – the sixth spot will go to Memphis. The seventh spot will go to Denver. And the eighth spot will go to Utah. Okay. Um I actually have the full 15 for each, but I'll just go through one through eight. Um, for me, I got first the Raptors, second the Bucks, third the Sixers, fourth the Pacers, fifth the Celtics, sixth the Heat, seventh the Nets, and eighth the Hornets. And then in the West, I got first the Warriors, second the Rockets, third the Thunder, fourth the Nuggets, fifth the Blazers, sixth the Spurs, seventh the Lakers, and eighth the Jazz. That's not bad pick at all, but I I I think I think this is a good playoff picture. But I think the West is tough as usual. But um, talk about a little bit more. So let's talk about the NBA awards of the 2018-2019 campaign and what I think who will win each award. So let me start off with the NBA Rookie of the Year award. That's going to be Luka Doncic unanimously. Um, the the, the the NBA Coach of the Year award will go to uh, Nick Nurse of the Toronto Raptors. The Sixth Man of the Year award will go to Lou Williams. Um, the the Most Improved Player award will go to Kyle Kuzma. The Defensive Player of the Year award will be Anthony Davis. And although I had James Harden repeating as the NBA's Most Valuable Player award, I'm going to go with Giannis as the NBA's Most Valuable Player award. Okay. Um, I actually agree with most of you on those. I think uh, I do think Rookie of the Year is going to be Luka Doncic. So I don't really see anybody catching him. I mean, maybe 
DeAndre Ayton, but I, I don't I don't think he'll be good. I think it's pretty much a lock for Doncic. Uh for my MVP, I think it's going to come down to Giannis and Harden, but I think I'm going to give the edge to Giannis just because I think that I think Harden's been the better player as of late. But like when you look at the season altogether, I think Giannis has been the overall better player, and I mean, I'm interested to see what happens like the next kind of half of the season. But I think uh, I think I kind of like Giannis' chances better. But I mean, I wouldn't be surprised at all if Harden wins it. Uh most improved player. I can see I can see Kuzma again that too. I think he's been really good. I think he'll have a nice shot at that. Uh, coach of the year. I agree with you that on the Raptors. I think he'll get it. Um, I'm not sure off the top of my head who the coach of the Nuggets is, but I think he could have a shot too, just because like the Nuggets, they kind of surprised me. They were a lot better than I thought they'd be. Um, then defensive player of the year, I think I'm going to go with. Uh, I think probably um, I'm going to go with Kawhi Leonard for defensive player. Yeah, he's not bad. I mean, Kawhi Leonard is a NBA MVP candidate, and I I don't see Kawhi Leonard leaving the Toronto Raptors after the season. Yeah, I actually don't either. I thought that like last off season, I thought that like he probably wasn't going to come back. But I think I think that he's going to fall into the same thing that happened to Paul George. I think because I mean he's been playing really well with Toronto. Toronto's been an unreal team. Like especially if they have success in the playoffs this year, like, it's going to be tough for him to leave. And I, I do think he's going to end up staying there probably too. Yeah, I mean it's going to be. I mean it's going to be a great NBA season down the stretch. I'm looking forward to when the All Star Game weekend is, and also. Next weekend, we'll find out who will be in the All-Star game, and then we'll also pick – pick. Um, we'll do our mock draft of the 2019 NBA All-Star game mock draft. And um, also, I want to get your take on this. Do you see Kyrie Irving staying with Boston? Yeah, I do, actually. I know that, like, just because of the other night, that thing with Kyrie calling LeBron and, like, all that stuff about how, like, he – he was acting up when he was younger. Like I guess, like he wanted to be the guy on the Cavs and whatnot. But um, ultimately, I think he is going to stay with the Celtics. I think that they have a really nice young core, kind of so kind of similar to the Lakers. They're, they're in a similar spot. Like they have lots of nice young players. Um, I mean, if he were to leave, though, it's like I don't know where he'd go. I know that he's been linked to the Knicks, but um, I don't know. It'd be interesting. I think though that um. The way that, like, he's kind of been acting lately, like, it wouldn't totally surprise me if he leaves. Just because I know in the beginning of the season, I think it was, um, I don't remember what it was, but he, he had, like, something at the Celtics arena where he said, like, he planned on staying. But, I mean, that's only his word. Who knows if he actually is planning on that. But, I mean, ultimately, I, I think he is going to stay with the Celtics. I just can't really see him leaving. And I think, like, he does kind of, even though he said that just now about, like, being with the Cavs, I think like deep down he still kind of does want to be the guy on the team, and I think the Celtics is probably his best opportunity to do that. All right, James. So let's talk about our final NBA thoughts, and then we'll wrap this up, and then and then we'll uh, resume next Friday. So let's what's your what's your NBA what's your final NBA thoughts though? Uh, I think that these next couple of games for the Lakers is going to be really key to seeing how. They're like young core players without LeBron because whereas they weren't really the greatest matchups as of late. Like I think like maybe the Jazz was their best one, but now it's like we got the Thunder, the Rockets, the Warriors. And they got like the Sixers coming up and the Warriors again a little down the stretch. I think that seeing how they all play together is gonna say a lot about them. And like I know that there was 
I had seen things saying that like maybe the way they're playing now this is going to diminish the trade value, but I don't think that's the case at all. I think that I think that just because LeBron's obviously their best player and like he kind of takes the lead on the team, it's not that they rely on him, but he's the one like kind of taking charge of the offense and even defense for that matter. And I think that now that they've been without LeBron for a little bit of time now, even though they are getting him back, I think that the the younger players especially they're starting to play much better. And I think that. When LeBron does come back, they'll be even better, and they'll return to the team that they were like before he got injured. Yeah, I mean, I could agree with that. I mean, talk about the Lakers being a little bit better when LeBron comes back with my final NBA thoughts. I'm looking forward to this weekend's NBA game, looking forward to tomorrow's Lakers game against the Rockets down in Houston, and then the MLK game against the Warriors on Monday night. Yeah, they're definitely going to be all good games. I'm really looking forward to them. All right, James, so you have a good weekend. I'll talk to you next Friday, and uh, don't forget – that next Friday, we will start the All-30 MLB preview, and then I will email you sometime next week to out to uh, for our topics. All right, awesome. Sounds good.